and welcome back to the Disney World Today podcast. I am your ghost host for the day, Kevin Pope. Hope everyone's having a magical day, a magical week. Hope everything's going good with you guys. Here we are, almost, what, mid-January now. We're just cruising along in this new year, 2023. Back with another episode, ready to talk some Disney Got another fun one planned for you guys today. But before we get into all that, got to plug out the socials here. Instagram, TikTok, you can follow me there, Disney World Today. It's all one word. And my uh, my DMs on Instagram, as I always say, they're always open. Feel free to shoot me a message whether um, you have ideas or, you know, topic suggestions for the show, whether it's like top five, top ten lists, subjects you want covered. Um, you know, last week's episode was all you know, based on a suggestion from one of you guys. So I always appreciate that. Or if you just want to stop by and say you like the show, you hate the show, you find like a cool Disney post, a a Disney reel, you want to send it my way. You know, you guys know I love talking Disney with you. TikTok as well, making a push for 10,000 followers. I am trying my hardest now. (laughs) uh, I'm, I'm trying to crank out as many like videos as I can. The problem is like I don't, I don't usually... I don't want to post stuff just to post. Like I usually actually like put like thought and effort into my reels for the most part. You know, every once in a while, if I haven't made one for a while, I'll just try to do like a quick, easy one. Um, but like, if you guys do follow me, you'll, you've seen, um, you know, I did one based on the tangled theme bathrooms at the magic kingdom. Uh, I think I did it like last week and it, 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 it didn't blow up, but it's got like 30, 40,000 views, something like that. And, I, that one I thought was so funny, like making it. I'm glad that you guys found it uh, funny as well. If you haven't seen it, it's on my TikTok, it's on my Instagram, it's up there. Um, you know, I, I I put effort into my videos. I put thought. Like I spend, you know, I spend a good amount of time like going through TikTok trying to find sounds and uh, music and stuff, and then trying to think of something Disney related to go along with it. So check me out on on. Instagram, TikTok, all of those. Wherever you're listening to this, if you can hit that subscribe button, leave a rating and a review. If you leave me a review, if you write me one, uh, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. Last week's episode, we had a fun one, made me very hungry. Uh, Last week, we were talking Disney food. um, More specifically, Disney breakfast. I did my top five Disney World breakfasts. It was a tough one. It It was because it's like... You know, I, I wanted to do, you know, do I do like quick service? Do I do foods? Do I do sit down restaurants? So I just kind of kept it general and just said Disney breakfasts. Um, you know, one of my picks on there was like the, the food courts. And I'm glad, you know, a few of you guys actually commented and uh, sent me a DM saying how you agreed. And like you listed your favorite uh, food courts as well. So it was good to hear because that one I was nervous about putting, you know, on the list because you know, maybe a lot of people, when you think Disney World and, and breakfast and stuff, you're not thinking about a quick, you know, meal in a food court. But the, the Disney food courts are different. You know, the food is good. Like I, I kind of talked about the Arnav Animation food court is huge. You know, they, ha- they have a killer soundtrack playing Disney hits, like covers of Disney songs. It's huge. They have a good variety of food. The food is good. Um, you know, they have like, uh, like three drink stations, I think like plenty of, of seating. You never have to worry about finding a place to see. Like I love when we say to our animation, I love waking up, walking down to the food court, getting my coffee, getting something to eat and like finding a spot and just kind of, you know, 
relaxing a little bit before, you know, heading out for the chaos that is Disney sometimes. And, you know, they have like, you know, standard stuff, bacon, eggs, toast, waffles, pancakes. What I loved about like Art of Animation too is like they would always have like breakfast sandwiches ready to go. You could just grab one and check out and go. Like you didn't have to wait in line and place your order and wait for wait for them to make it. Like they had like two or three different variety of varieties of breakfast sandwiches just grab and go. And so it's kind of like a fit for everyone. And like you know the different food courts have different theming, which is always fun. Like Port Orleans has a fun one. Disney's Caribbean Beach used to have a really fun one that looked like the streets of like a Caribbean village. So uh, glad you guys enjoyed that. If you haven't listened already, it's available wherever you listen to your podcast. And, and sorry if it makes you hungry, forewarning. Like after I made that episode, I was like, man, I am craving a Disney buffet right now because it's been a while since I've had one. But on to this week. This week, we got another fun topic. This was a fun one. This one. I had a lot of fun doing because it's something that I've thought about for years. It's actually, I have a note on my phone that's like a running list. This week we're talking about Disney World bucket lists. More specifically, what is your Disney World bucket list? What's on your list? I know I have a bunch on mine, you know, and some of them are pretty standard, you know, pretty um, popular, I'd say. Like uh, probably a lot of people have the same ones, but there's also a couple on my list that are very specific to me. And just personal ones that I would find joy in or that, you know, just I want to do. So um, we're going to go over what's on my Disney World bucket list. And then I asked you guys on my Instagram, I asked you guys, what is on your Disney bucket list? And I got a lot of good responses. We're going to go through all of yours as well. So that's pretty much it for this intro. Okay, let's go. Your attention, please. (laughs) The Walt Disney World Railroad. Now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board! So like I mentioned in the intro, uh, this is a topic I've kind of thought about for years now. You know, I I think we can all agree that we've had you know, not even if it wasn't a physical list, I think we all have some sort of bucket list or it's just, you know, a list in our heads of stuff that, you know, we would love to accomplish, you know, in our life. And I'm not even talking like just Disney related, just life in general. I'm sure we all have things, you know, probably my number one now is to just move to Florida. Like that's, you know, number one on my bucket list. And, you know, I, I, I do have like some personal weird ones too that are just kind of specific to me, like, you know, sit courtside at a Chicago Bulls game, like, you know, stuff like that. And I was thinking about that and I was thinking about Disney and I think part of it is um, I was uh, talking with my buddy Adam. Uh, we have a Marvel podcast that we did that we actually started before I started my Disney podcast. And it was great. It was a lot of fun. And it really helped me grow as, you know, an amateur podcaster. Um, We had to take a break for a while just because of life and work and, you know, getting married and all this stuff. And it's just too much for me to edit. And it's tough to do. And we were talking the other day at how, you know, we want to start it back up. And, you know, the reason why I bring it up is because um, there's stuff like Marvel-related you know, that I, I regret not doing, like going and see like the movies, you know, at certain premieres and stuff like that. You'll see when we get to my list here. 
And it just kind of got me thinking, like, you know, about, like, regrets and regrets with Disney and Marvel. And, like, hey, you know, maybe I should talk about, like, my Disney World bucket list, my Disney bucket list. Because I'm sure that's something a lot of you guys can relate to. I'm sure, like I said, whether you have a physical list or not, I'm sure there's things that you want to accomplish when it comes to Disney whether it's going to certain parks, staying certain places, going there for certain events or holidays. So I figured, you know what, this will be a fun one. It's not a top five or a top 10. You guys know I love those lists, but this one I think is going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to talk about Disney bucket lists, um, you know, and partly too, like I, I bring up regrets. Like I feel like I could do like an episode on Disney regrets too, you know, like one now is like, I wish I could have gone back like one last time and like, ridden Splash Mountain knowing that it was like the last time I was riding it just to you know I could get some good pictures some good you know some video maybe do something for my Instagram page or make a reel or something with the podcast like I wish I could do that another bigger one I have is that I never did the Disney college program like that's one of my probably my biggest ever Disney regret you know the the Disney college program I I see you know some of the the people I follow on Instagram whether they're in it now or just got accepted or graduated or used to do it. And it's like, man, I missed out. Like, I remember it was probably my freshman year of college. I went to a community college for the first uh, maybe two or three and a half years, uh, like most people, right? Um, <laughs> I remember walking down the one hallway and they had like a, almost like a job fair type of thing. Like they had just a bunch of tables set up with there was like a table for like the the military there's a table for like jobs other like universities to transfer to one of the tables was disney and i was shocked because I, it was a, it's a community college like i didn't really think they would be kind of promoting that at a, at a community college i remember stopping and uh talking with the guy at the table and he was asking me about it and i was telling him hey i love disney i go there every year with my family you know, my, my cousin worked at Disney and it was like, I, I remember him giving me this like information booklet that I still have to this day at my parents' house in my room. I have the booklet that he gave me. And I remember walking to the cafeteria and sitting down with a, a few of my friends. I remember sitting there and like telling them all about it. And I'm at that point in my life, I was just, I was too shy. I was too, I don't know if it's too nervous or timid. Like I was too like afraid to make a you know kind of a, a big step like that like that was out of my comfort zone like traveling to Florida by myself and living by myself and working you know at Disney by myself I remember talking with my friends like hey you know does anyone want to do this with me like that like I would have done it if one of my friends if my buddy Brian Adam anyone if they would have said yeah let's do it we would have done it I guarantee it but I was just too shy and timid to do it myself and like I always regret it and that's why I, I have that booklet to this day so that kind of played a role into me kind of thinking uh, of the topic for this episode bucket list so let's jump right into my personal Disney bucket list uh, and then at the end here we'll go over the ones that you guys sent in as well so I talked about how um, I was thinking about Disney regrets and talking with my buddy Adam about Marvel and you know regret that related to that so when the movie Avengers Infinity War came out, I remember seeing on Twitter or something that they were going to have a Marvel movie marathon at the Disney Springs AMC. 
And it was going to be like a 24-hour straight marathon that ended with the premiere of Avengers Infinity War. And I remember seeing that. And I saw it like maybe the like two days before. I remember seeing that and being like almost like like devastated. Like that would have been one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life is if I was able to, you know, go, you know, with my wife and my buddy Adam and his wife, if we could have all gone on like a, a last minute trip down to Disney, stay there for a weekend just to do a Marvel movie marathon that ended with the premiere of one of my favorite movies of all time, Avengers Infinity War. And like just thinking about what that trip could have been and the memories and of that of what that would have meant really really makes me regret and it makes me feel like I missed out on that because that'll never happen again if it does like it'll never be the same because Avengers Infinity War like that's my favorite Marvel movie that was the golden age of uh, Marvel movies and you know ending with Endgame there like I don't think the Marvel movies will ever be the same. I don't think they'll ever be that good, especially like at that point in my life, like I could have done it. You know, I didn't have a house and bills and, you know, adult stuff like that, uh, where a, a last minute trip could have been done, you know, and it would have been fun. It would have been a story. We could have talked about it forever. You know, Hey, I just, you know, picture us 20, 30 years down the road, like, Hey, Remember when we, you know, went down to Florida just for the, you know, the movie marathon, saw Infinity War on opening night at Disney, like, man, that, that hurts, that hurts a little bit. So if I were to do a bucket list, if we're, if Disney were to do something like that again, something similar, I, I would love to do it. I, you know, I don't know if it would be possible anymore. You know, we're married, we have houses, stuff like that, dogs, and you know, just the Marvel movies itself. Like, I don't know if there'll be a Marvel movie that's worth doing that. That's worth spending the money and the time, you know, taking off work, going down to Disney and, uh, you know, sitting there 24 hours straight and watching a marathon. But if they did do something like that, something similar, I, I would love to do something like that. You know, since I'm on the topic of Disney regrets, another one I have too, that I just want to mention, cause I don't know when I'll be able to bring it up again. Cause I don't know if I'll do an entire episode on Disney regrets, but one of them that I have is not this one. Sound I don't know if this is makes me a terrible person or what, but when they started doing the construction at the Magic Kingdom, I regret not not digging up my my grandma and grandpa's um, memorable uh, like the the brick the the commemorative brick that they had at the Magic Kingdom. Um, you know, a lot of those got torn up during the construction. And theirs was like kind of on the walkway uh, towards Grand Floridian. I remember like the year before, maybe two years before, me and my sister went and I brought like a Sharpie and like some napkins and stuff and we cleaned it up and I filled in like the, the marking, like the words and the lettering with, um, with a permanent marker because it was all faded and worn out. I think from like just like the sand and the wind and the sun. And we cleaned it up, but it made it look nice. We took a picture. We printed out a nice picture for my mom. And now thinking back, I, I know some people were doing it. It sounds terrible. I wish that last time we were there, I would have just brought like a screwdriver or something, just popped it out of the sand and uh, brought it back with us. Because that, that, you know, that makes me angry at Disney that they got rid of those like that, especially because my, you know, my mom's parents are gone now. 
they had two bricks there and it's like I wish we could have gotten those. We had the opportunity, especially like where their brick was, like halfway down the road to Grand Floridian. Like there was no one around there. I could have done it quick and easy. And I, again, I don't know if that's a bad thing, if that's stealing or what, but I kind of regret not taking that brick. But let's move on to my bucket list here. The first one on my list I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get it out of the way, is kind of like a smaller, more personal one that's uh, actually quite recent. Uh, one bucket list thing for me would be to see the Tampa Bay Rays uh, play baseball at Wide World of Sports. Now, they recently just announced, I think like last month, that the Tampa Bay Rays are going to have their spring training at Disney uh, because their facility got damaged during the hurricane. And you guys know me. I'm a huge sports fan. I love baseball. Huge baseball fan. Huge baseball nerd. And for me, the Rays have always been, you know one of my favorite teams. I'm a diehard Cubs fan, but growing up, going to Florida with my family, it always made me like the Tampa Bay Rays. So I remember the first time, you know, 1998, they, they became a team. I became a fan instantly. I would always want to play with them in the video game. So I was always a fan before they were good, way before they were good. <laughs> they were pretty bad. Um, and I love baseball and it makes me sad that they no longer have, you know, the Atlanta Braves Know, hosting their spring training at Disney. I just, I hope Disney brings back baseball in some aspect. Uh, back in the day, I remember going, my family, uh, one of our family trips to Disney, we went and saw baseball at Wide World of Sports. The Orlando Rays uh, were a minor league team. They were the uh, minor league affiliate, I think in low A ball of the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. And they were a minor league team that played their entire season uh, there at Disney at Wide World of Sports, not just spring training, like their actual season. And I remember going there with my family and we watched a game there. We ate, um, I'm pretty sure we ate dinner there at the All-Star Cafe, I think it's called. Then we went and we watched a baseball game. We had a great time. And I, I wish Disney would take advantage of that facility and, you know, the stuff that they have and, you know, bring baseball back. I think they should bring a minor league team back. If you guys know baseball a little bit you know that there's so many different minor league teams whether it's affiliated with major league baseball or not i used to work for a minor league team here in the chicagoland area and obviously you know i'm a little biased being the fact that i'm a huge baseball fan but i think it would be beneficial like like i said like i feel like disney needs to have a little bit of everything it's it's one more thing to do on like a non-park day and, you know, minor league baseball is something that's fun. It could be casual. You know, people aren't going to go there most likely, you know, to actually watch the game and who wins and, and loses. You know, minor league baseball is more about the experience, you know, uh, the fan experience, getting some good food. And I feel like Disney has never really taken that serious. Like even with the Atlanta Braves, like they had their, you know, spring training there for a long time. And, you know, the Braves one of the best teams of the 90s uh you know in all of major league baseball and when, when you look at wide world of sports the the field and stuff is nice but the reason why they were leaving you know is that these minor league teams nowadays they put a lot of money into their spring training facilities you know guys need to go there and work out and train and get you know rehab done and stuff and the facilities at disney are they're good enough to play you know, on the field, but it's all the other stuff that they don't have. They don't have the fancy dugouts and the fancy locker rooms and all the new high-tech, state-of-the-art fitness centers and stuff for the players. And, uh, you know, that's part of the reason why the Braves are leaving. And it's something, you know, you're Disney. 
you know, you want to be the top dog in you know, pretty much every aspect, theme parks, entertainment, TV, movies. Why not sports? Build a, build a state-of-the-art facility. Bring in a minor league team. Make your own minor league team. Like, like Disney used to own the, the Anaheim Ducks in hockey. Get a minor league team. Who cares about wins and losses and the attendance if it's a solid every game? It's something for people to do, and I think it would be pretty cool to have that back. Let's move on here to the next Disney item on my bucket list. This one should be pretty simple. I should be able to do one day. One of the things on my bucket list is to run a Disney marathon. Like, I see all the Instagram pictures and posts and Twitter and stuff, and I see it, and I'm like, man, this looks so cool. You know, I'd like, it would be so cool to do one, you know, just based on the, you know, the, the, the metal that you get being in the parks either before and, you know, the parks open or after hours, weird hours, I think is pretty cool to run in the park. I think would be pretty cool. You know, I'm, I love working out. I love fitness. I love, you know, sometimes running, uh, when it's warm out, uh, but for a Disney one, I feel like I could do, and I know a lot of people just kind of do it casually, but if I'm going to do a Disney marathon or run Disney, I'm going to try to get like the best time possible. You know, I'm, I'm in Disney my favorite place in the world. I'm not going to be running any other type of marathon. I can tell you right now, I'm never going to do a 5k or 10k or anything like that. If it's here in Chicago or some random one, but Disney, yeah, I'm going to go all out for that. So there's so many cool ones. And I got to admit, uh, my mom sometimes, uh, for like Christmas or birthday, she'll like go online and like a lot of the older run Disney stuff will be on clearance and she'll buy like shirts and shorts and, you know, stuff like that. So I have like a few like Disney half marathon or Disney 5k, 10k, you know, shirts and shorts and stuff. I've never ran one, but I have shirts and stuff that say I did, but I would like to actually do one. I don't really have a preference. I know there's a lot of different ones. I don't really know uh, the difference. Just, I guess it just depends on like where they're at, like which park and stuff and a cool theme going to be cool because I'm going to be doing it because I want like a t-shirt or a medal or something. I think there's like a Tower of Terror one once. Like that would be cool. Like I would do something like that. Something that just looks cool. So that one I should be able to do one day, hopefully run a Disney marathon. Now maybe you're thinking, Kevin, what the hell is wrong with you? You have running on your bucket list, but that's just me. The next item on my bucket list, the opposite of running, drink around the world slash bar hop at the monorail resorts now i've kind of talked about it a little bit in the past like i'm not the biggest drinker you know casually here and there i don't mind if i'm in a social situation if i'm going out with the guys you know halloween party whatever it is i'll, I'll have some here and there but if i'm gonna drink around the world if i'm gonna go and do it like i'm so down it's something you know i think can sometimes have a bad kind of look to it because sometimes when you're walking around Epcot you see the group that's drinking around the world they have the matching shirts and stuff and they are a mess they're sloppy they're loud you know maybe you don't want to see that at Disney I, I totally get that but it's something I know if I were to do with like you know my, my wife or a couple of my close friends like it would be a lot of fun I have to admit I would love to try it I would do it there like I'm not like kind of like like uh, running a marathon i'm not running just any marathon you know i'm not going to just some random bar hop or anything like that if i'm going to do something like that i'm going to drink around the world or like a newer one a lot of people are kind of talking about now you know is like a uh, bar hopping like the monorail loop like getting off at all the uh, monorail stops and stopping and get a drink there like 
I would totally do that because it sounds like something fun. We can get matching t-shirts. You can get all into it, get excited, try different drinks, you know, try different bars. You know, that's one of the things I haven't really done at Disney is I haven't tried a lot of the, uh, you know, fancy drinks or bar drinks or even been to a lot of the bars. So it would be kind of cool to do that. Not a big drinker, but if I am going to do it, why not in Disney? So drinking around the world slash monorail bar hopping is on my bucket list. The next item on my list, stay at Fort Wilderness Campgrounds. Now, this is a newer one. This is something more recent. I, and I have to admit, I have never really had the urge to stay at Fort Wilderness. I like Fort Wilderness. I think it's cool. I think there's like some nostalgia there. I think it's unique. You know, if you love camping, if you have a camper, a trailer, an RV, that's great. I've never really had the urge to want to stay there. It's kind of a hassle to get around. You got to take the boat everywhere to the Magic Kingdom and stuff. And Recently, though, I've kind of had a change of heart. And I, I have to be honest, it's because of Instagram. And, you know, I'm getting older. I'm married. Me and my wife have a couple dogs. And, I, and I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling. And I see someone posted a, a bunch of pictures. And it was a husband and wife and their two dogs. And they were just cruising around on a golf cart at Fort Wilderness, and I gotta say, like, that, like, just kind of tugged at my heartstrings, I was like, wow, that looks really cool, you know, it looks relaxing, it looks peaceful, like, you know, me, my wife, the dogs, like, you can actually take the dogs with you, that's a, that's a plus, you know, and I was like, wow, like, I guess it would be worth it to stay there, just to have, like, kind of that experience, just cruising around on a golf cart, you know, I got my wife with me, got the two dogs in the back, and I just think that would just be so fun and so relaxing. And it's a smaller thing, definitely doable. You know, I'm not keen on maybe, you know, staying in a, in a trailer or an RV. You know, I, I do know that they have the cabins there. And I think I'd be interested just for that. But just for the experience of just kind of hanging around like the campground, driving around the golf cart, the trails and stuff like that, you know, being able to bring the dogs with like that would be pretty cool. And, you know, just for that kind of reason alone, uh, I kind of added it to my bucket list here recently. Let's move on to my next one here. My next item on my Disney bucket list, a Disney road trip. This is something I, I really wish I would have done uh, maybe when I was a little younger. You know, me and some of my friends just kind of hop in the car and get a nice uh, little road trip down to Florida. But still on my bucket list. Who knows? Maybe one day it'll just be a little different. Maybe it'll be you know, with me and, you know, my wife and the kids and the dogs and everything, um, which is something I've always wanted to do. Just kind of, you know, you kind of see it in like movies and TV shows and you know, I've had friends that do it. My wife has done it. Like I just never went on a long road trip uh, anywhere. And I, you know, I don't mind driving um, when it's not wall-to-wall -wall traffic. I don't, you know, I, I, I kind of like driving, especially with, like with good music, a good podcast, you know, driving to Disney. My uh, my family used to do it. My aunt used to drive down uh, with my grandma and my two cousins. Uh, my mom and dad drove down with me in my first trip to Disney. And it's just something I've always wanted to do. My dad would always tell me the drive down there is awesome. It's great. But that drive home is absolute misery because you're driving home, you know, between 16, 18 hours. It's dark. You're going through mountains and you got to go back to reality. You know, you're not driving with a, you know, an entire Disney vacation in front of you. You're driving, driving home, knowing that you got to go back to work. You got to, you know, kind of come back to reality. But 
Disney road trip has always been on my bucket list and it's got to stay on there until I actually do it. Next on my list here, I have Stay at the Polynesian. Again, sounds somewhat simple. Um, and I do hold out hope that one day I'll be able to uh, afford to stay there. But I've always wanted to stay at the Polynesian. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it's one of the more expensive Disney resorts. And a lot of my, you know, vacations to Disney have been with the family and just staying at the Polynesian. You know, it was never really in the cards because... You know, we would kind of go to Disney for a longer amount of time as long as we could kind of save money where we could, you know, save money on the hotel, save money on food, stuff like that. I'm sure if we really, really, really wanted to back in the day, you know, my mom would have, um, you know, had to stay at the Polynesian, but we wouldn't have been able to go for our typical long trips. Like we would go to Disney sometimes for, you know, eight or nine days. Um, staying at the Polynesian, that wouldn't have been possible. We probably would have had to cut it down to maybe like four or five days. And honestly, especially back then as a kid, yeah, give me nine days and I'll stay at the Swan and Dolphin or I'll stay at Port Orleans or, you know, wherever. Because, um, you know, you spend more time at Disney and the parks and stuff. But staying at the Polynesian, it's always been on my list. It's my favorite resort, even though I've never stayed there. And, you know, it's one of those resorts we always make it a point to go and just hang out at and visit. Whether we get like a dining reservation at like Kona Cafe, whether we, you know, take the, you know, take the monorail there from the Magic Kingdom and just kind of hang out for a little bit. We always, always make it a point to kind of, you know, walk around, visit and just kind of hang out at the Polynesian. I like their, uh, their quick service food there. I think it was a Captain Cook's, I think it's called they have some good flatbreads and nachos there you can go there you can get a dole whip the music like as soon as you walk in through those doors in the lobby it just the vibes there are just different and especially like the old school lobby um just man i could picture it in my head now when i close my eyes and think about it i could still feel like that that cool air conditioning i can smell that polynesian lobby smell that hint of hawaii and it does it kind of feels like you're at hawaii Staying there, you know, you have the the monorail, which is a huge plus, like part of the reason why it's so expensive and everyone wants to stay there. You have the monorail, you can take that to the other resorts and kind of hang out, you know, the contemporary Grand Floridian, easy way to get, you know, to and from the Magic Kingdom. Or if not, you know, you got the boats, you can take a boat over the Magic Kingdom, you can take a boat, you know, over the contemporary, you can rent some boats there, you can hang out there. It's just great location. I love the resort, you know, it has those Hawaiian vibes. Love the music, the food, and just everything about it. I just, it, it's on my list. And, you know, I hope one day that I can, uh, you know, maybe take my family there. Now, I wanted to save this next one towards the end, uh, but it doesn't really matter. I'm not really going in any sort of order or ranking, but this one might be my number one or two uh, on the Disney bucket list. But to visit Alani, the, the Disney Vacation Club resort over there in Hawaii, like that, you know, I, I brought up the, the Polynesian perfect uh, segue feels like a hawaiian resort you know the next best thing why not just go to hawaii and you know it's it's definitely on the bucket list me and my wife wanted wanted to go there for our honeymoon that's kind of always been our goal is to uh go to hawaii for our honeymoon and you know we had a destination wedding and kind of makes it a little more difficult of you know going right you know on your uh, honeymoon after the wedding when you know our, our wedding itself was almost like a honeymoon like the way where we were in Siesta Key Beach on the beach, the resort we were at with all our family and friends, it was just amazing and beautiful. And we kind of knew that because of that, because of you know money and stuff, uh, that it would we'd kind of have to put Hawaii 
you know, on the back burner. But eventually we will go there. And if we're going to go there, why not stay at Alani? You know, we're, you know, we're big Disney fans and I just think it would be perfect. And just seeing all the pictures and stuff you know, on Instagram, I've looked it up on YouTube and it's just one of those things I just can't wait to experience. My mom loves Hawaii. I think she's been there three times. Her and my dad went twice. Uh, they never stayed there because that resort wasn't open yet. But they've always talked about going to Hawaii on their honeymoon and just how amazing it was, how beautiful it was, like how much they loved it. Um, and they've kind of always had, you know, a special place in their heart, uh, you know, for Hawaiian and, you know, Hawaiian themed things like ever since then. So eventually we'll find find our way, you know, down there in Hawaii. That's, a, <laughs> I gotta say, that is not a plane ride uh, I'm looking forward to. And, uh, you know, when we first talked about it too, we were talking about, hey, maybe... You know, since we're going to Hawaii, can't go nonstop here from Chicago. Why not stop in California and maybe do Disneyland for a day or two and then head over to Hawaii? So that would be um, the uh, the perfect situation. And eventually I think it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. Next on my Disney bucket list here, I have visit Walt Disney World on New Year's Eve. Again, this one doesn't seem like a huge thing, but it's just something I've always wanted to do. We've always, you know, been to Disney in the summer. I've been there for Halloween and Christmas a couple times. I've never been there for New Year's Eve. And I, I know I've talked about it on one of the episodes, um, but like New Year's Eve for me here, like it was never like my favorite holiday or tradition. You know, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it when I was a kid. When I was young, because hey, you get to stay up late. My parents, you know, we'd stay in. We would, um, you know, order a pizza, make a bunch of appetizers, snacks, you know, Tostino's pizza rolls, mozzarella sticks, stuff like that. We'd stay up late. Uh, me and my sister would have like those party poppers and like those almost like kazoo air horn things, and we'd just kind of celebrate and go crazy. You know, once it got to midnight. And then once I kind of got a little older. Maybe around middle school, my buddy Brian, his family would have a party. That was always a good time. Same thing, we'd have a lot of food, a lot of good food. Like they're like one of the first like families I knew of that had like a deep fryer. So like the snacks and the appetizers there were always top tier. And the same thing, we'd have a lot of food. We'd watch the countdown. We'd go crazy at midnight. When we got a little older in like high school, same thing. We would uh, maybe light off some fireworks too, uh, and it was just fun. And then. You know, after that, you know, like the ever since I was like maybe 20, 21, you know, when uh, his family stopped having the party, we stopped kind of doing anything. I just, I was just never really into New Year's. I didn't want to go out, you know, I just kind of always like staying in, but then you kind of feel left out and it's like, I wish I could just go to Disney for New Year's and experience that. I've seen the videos, my aunt's been there for New Year's. And like, I don't even want to go into the parks necessarily because I, I see how crazy crowded they get. But to just kind of be around other Disney people, that excitement, the countdown, and just, I just want to watch like the fireworks from either like the beach by the Polynesian or somewhere around like the boardwalk area and just kind of just enjoy myself. Maybe have a drink, have some good food, enjoy the company around me and just kind of, you know, bring in the new year at Disney, I think would be great. I remember the first time I wanted to go to Disney for New Year's and I think there's a chance my aunt and my grandma are listening right now. Shout out to Auntie Shirley and Grandma. Um, I think it was in fifth grade, and it was for the millennium. And uh, my aunt and my cousins were able to go to Disney for the millennium. You know, the year 2000, Y2K, that, you know, that was a big deal. 
I remember being so jealous that I couldn't go. Um, that was like the first time I thought about going to Disney that like wasn't the summer. Like we was always just like Disney in the summer. Like that's what we wanted to do. That was the first time I remember being like, well, it would be kind of cool maybe to go there for New Year's or for you know a different time of year. But uh, it's one, it's definitely on my bucket list and I'm definitely going to do my best to make happen. Hopefully somewhat soon. All right, so I only have a couple left here. Which one do I want to do? Okay, we're going to do this one. The next one on my list, visit a Disney park around the world. This one is, I don't want to say it's like a recent bucket list item, but it is somewhat recent, probably within the last five or six years, um, probably mostly because of my wife. Like almost my entire life, I was always just fine and content just going to Disney World. I love Florida. I love Orlando. I love Disney World. Like if I had to pick, like, yes, that's where I'm going. I've been to Disneyland once, and I think it's something I need to experience again uh, because I, we did it, we were only there for a couple days, and I just feel like we didn't get like the whole experience of it. And I just I didn't really love California or the area around there, so maybe I need to try that again. But like within the last five or six years, you know, between my wife and my Instagram page and seeing, you know, more about Disney parks around the world, I think it's now on my bucket list to visit one of them. And I, I don't know which one, you know, I don't know which one is more realistic. Disney Sea looks like the coolest one. It's like the newest and they have some crazy tech and, and you know, attractions and stuff there. Disneyland Paris maybe seems like the more realistic one just because it's a little easier to get to Europe and maybe you do like the whole European vacation thing. I don't know. I don't have a specific one, but I'm going to put it on the bucket list to visit at least one Disney park um, that's not here in the U.S. Traveling, that's like the big thing for me. Like, I, I don't love flying. I don't want to fly over the ocean, which is going to make Hawaii pretty tough. But at least when I go there, like, I know, you know, it's still part of the U.S. If something happens, all that stuff. Flying overseas to a foreign country gives me some anxiety, not going to lie. The flight itself gives me anxiety. Just finding my way around there and all that stuff. It's just, uh, you know, different languages. But it's something, if I knew I was going to Disney, I think it would be different. And I think they have some of those, like, travel packages. Is it Adventures by Disney? Where you can kind of go with other Disney people. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. I think that would make me feel better as well, knowing I'm going with a bunch of other people from here going to Disney, maybe for the first time, you know, overseas to a Disney park. So visiting a Disney park around the world is definitely on my list and kind of similar to it. I'll just add it in is going on a Disney cruise. Same type of thing. I've never wanted to go on a cruise. I'm worried about motion sickness and seasickness. Also just the anxiety of being in the middle of the ocean at night freaks me out. But you know, if I'm on a Disney cruise, that makes me feel a little better because it's Disney. I know Disney. I trust Disney. Um, and just seeing some of the stuff that they have on the cruise ships and how much fun it, it could be with all like the, the activities and the food and the drink and all that stuff definitely makes me want to try it. So visiting a Disney park around the world, going on a Disney cruise, probably two things that I've added to my bucket list within the, na- within the last like five or six years or so. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I combined those two, the visiting a Disney park around the world and a Disney cruise. So that just leaves me with one left here. The last one on my Disney bucket list. This is one uh, that I'm going to have to wait a little bit for. I want, and I, I don't know how to exactly describe it, but one day I just want to go back and celebrate my anniversary at Disney. Um, Disney means a lot to me. Obviously, it means a lot to my wife. Like it's one of the main things that kind of brought us together. And you know, if you know me and you've followed me, you know that we got engaged at Disney. And just one day in the future, I want it to be somewhat far away. Not like five years or anything like that. Like maybe even 10 years might be too soon. Let's go with 20 years. I want to go back to the Magic Kingdom, stand in the same exact spot that I proposed to her in and just kind of soak in that moment and celebrate it and kind of think back to that exact moment where we were in our lives and everything that was going on. Hopefully bring our kids or grandkids with and just kind of, I, I want to stand in the exact same spot. Take a picture. I want to put it on Instagram. Maybe get down on a knee again and reenact it and do like a side-by-side picture. Show, you know, my family. And it's just something I think would be so cool. It would be so, I don't know, like cute, <laughs> I think would be too. But just it's something that is sentimental to me. Like I'm kind of like that. I'm sentimental like that. Like going and standing in the same spot, like stuff like that, like means a lot to me, you know, to stand there and be like, whoa, you know, 20 years ago on this day, at this moment in time, I was standing here, crazy kid. I wasn't really a kid, but no idea what I was doing. Got down on one knee, held the ring the wrong way and proposed. And I think it would make for a great story, great picture and just great memories. So one day in the future, whether it's 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, we're going to make that happen. You know, we're, we're both Disney people. We both love Disney. Our family, you know, is Disney people. Our kids will be Disney people when it gets to that point. Our dogs are named after, you know, Typhoon Tilly and uh, Copper Creek and Fox and the Hound. So everything about us is Disney. So I think it, it's a perfect fit. It's like, you know, just something that, uh, you know, it would mean a lot, just sentimental value. And, uh, you know, one day we'll make it happen. So that's about all I have for my personal list, my personal Disney bucket list. Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram if you guys have any of the same ones. But before we finish up the episode, got to hear from you guys. I put a story up on my Instagram asking you guys what your you know, Disney bucket list is. Like, what do you have on your bucket list when it comes to Disney? And of course, as always, you guys sent in a lot of good ones. So let's go through them now. This first one is from Darth Dagan. Go to a Christmas party. You know, this one's uh, pretty straightforward now that the, uh, you know, the Christmas party is back at the Magic Kingdom. Everything's kind of returned. Um, I've never been to the Christmas party either. Uh, I've only been to Disney around Christmas time, I, th- I think twice. And uh, both times we decided just to kind of spend, you know, some of the Christmas festivities over at Hollywood Studios back when they still had the Osborne lights. This next one from Jack Bucky said, go Go once Iger has straightened things back out and let the kids see Disney in its true glory. That's not bad. That's definitely not bad if you want to wait. You know, there's, you know, some instances now, like, 
if you're going to Disney for the first time, like, is it worth it to go right now? Or would you be better off just waiting a little bit longer? Like, that's a good point. Like, you know, just kind of me talking with my friends and stuff when they've kind of talked about Disney. Like, I think I've pretty much told them, like, you know, you might want to just wait now till, you know, this was kind of when COVID was still pretty prominent. Like, wait till things get back to normal, you know. You don't want to have your first time at Disney be skewed. So, that's a good one. Uh, it's CJ said, take children of my own there in the future. Yeah, I'm with you, bro. Like, I that's something I never really used to think about, like, that much until, like, now. You know, I'm a little older, I'm married, and it's like, now I'm kind of thinking about it, like, getting a little excited, you know? Like, looking, really looking forward to that day. Daniel Butters said, the Galactic Starliner. Yeah, that's, if you're a Star Wars fan, I feel like that's got to be on your bucket list. Like, that's pretty cool if if you're into it you know i'm just a casual fan so it's really not something um you know going to be super into but if you're a diehard star wars fan yeah it's definitely got to be on your list pure disney life said going to every park in the world that would be cool that would be cool to hit up all of them in the world you know the ones overseas disneyland disney world so that's definitely a, a bucket list item fit maris said visit all of the parks in the world uh, for those of you who don't know, that's my wife. So it looks like I'm going to be visiting all of the parks in the world. This next one's from cat underscore freet. Stay at the castle. Yes. How did I forget about this one? I This didn't even cross my mind for some reason. I don't know if it's just, even when they kind of introduced that, if, if I had the opportunity, yes, I would definitely do it. But it's not really something, uh, you know, it's not on my bucket list for whatever reason. Just like staying in the castle. I don't know. It's just never been at the top of my list, but I would that would definitely be cool. Just to kind of be in the park by yourself, like overnight, is cool to me. Uh, Amanda Matteo said to do a tour. Yeah, I've never done a tour either. Um, I guess, I guess maybe I should have added it. It's like a smaller one, but I've always wanted to do the behind the seeds tour at uh, Living with the Land at Epcot. That, like that's like a smaller, cheaper one, and it's you know definitely doable. I don't know why. I haven't like made the time to do it, but some of the tours would be cool too, like a Magic Kingdom. There's like the behind the scenes one at Animal Kingdom as well, so that would be pretty cool to do. This next one from Christopher Albright artwork, uh, one Victorian Albert's Chef's Table. No, that would be good. That's that's a dinner I would like to try. Yes, and two stay a night in the Dream Suite. Yeah, there you go again. Uh, that would be a pretty popular one. Magical Resorts Guide said, Adventures by Disney when our little one turns four. Yeah, Adventures by Disney. That, that would be cool and probably smart waiting until the, the little one turns four. This next one from Liz X Hayes said, Disney Park World Tour. Seems to be the popular one uh, so far, um, hitting up all of the Disney parks in the world. Mrs. Stacy Fornis said, we're trying to stay at all Disney resorts. We only have a few more left. That's actually pretty cool. I haven't thought about that. Uh, that'd be cool if you had like a, um, so like, uh, I know for like baseball stadiums I've seen, they have like this chart or like this wall poster. I think I've seen it like on Pinterest and stuff and it has all the stadiums and it's almost like a scratch off, like lottery ticket type thing. Like each stadium is covered by like that scratch off material. And then when you visit it, you scratch it off and it's like a more like colorful, like in detail kind of picture. That would be cool to have something like that, uh, for the Disney resorts. Under a Tooth said uh, Victoria and Albert. So the second one uh, for that restaurant. Uh, Hannah Mraz said Four Parks in One Day. That's a good one. That's one me and my, I remember me and my family did that for the first time. 
And by the end of the day, we, we were so tired. My poor dad, his feet were hurting so bad. Uh, Hannah Mraz also said, stay at one of the overwater bungalows at Polynesian. Yes. Oh my God. That would be so cool to be able to do that. Like, I think they come with like a individual, I don't know if it's a pool or hot tub too. Like, man, that's so cool to just kind of go out on the like balcony little area, have your own little pool, be in a little bungalow above the water. Like, man, that would be pretty cool. Uh, Michaela J11 said Club 33. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Club 33 uh, would definitely be a good one. I would love to, to have that just to tell people that I'm a member of uh, Club 33. Disney Memories with Charlotte said a Disney cruise or a visit to Anaheim. Yeah, I I definitely want to hit up a cruise too. At Anaheim, you got to check it out. Try to find some time to uh, to plan a trip over to Disneyland. You got to do it at least once. Uh, this next one is from Pin underscore 32, visiting all the Disney parks around the world. So that, that seems to be the most popular one. That's definitely bucket list. It's definitely going to take some time. Know to kind of travel around and then uh, hit up all the parks. Pamagram also said Victoria and Albert, so that seems to be the uh, top choice uh, as far as food goes. K Pat nineteen ninety said stay at the Polynesian and Grand Floridian, two of the most popular hotels. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I've stayed at the Contemporary, but not in the Tower. We stayed at like the like one of the wing buildings. Uh, before they tore down the one side for Bay Lake Tower, so I've never stayed in the actual Tower of Contemporary, so that might I might add that to my list with uh, Polynesian and Grand Floridian too would be uh, pretty cool. And for our last one today from Megan Campion, uh, visit the Festival of the Arts. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I do want to experience that one. I I, I haven't done that one. I've done the Food and Wine Festival, and uh, it seems like all these other festivals now it used to be like food and wine was like the big one you know and then like flower and garden was kind of like smaller scale but now it seems like they're all kind of larger scale like full-on festivals where you can actually spend you know like the whole day doing activities and trying food and stuff like that so yeah i'm with you there that would be cool to uh to try that one out thank you guys as always for sending in your uh your thoughts and pics over there on instagram love interacting with you guys i guess a uh an a benefit of uh, following me on there, and that kind of wraps up the episode. That's all I. That's all I pretty much got for uh, my Disney bucket list. But before we finish up, I want to talk a little bit. Um, just kind of fill you guys in. I thought this was a cool conversation. So, like, uh, one of my coworkers was talking about how he is uh, going to Florida uh, for a wedding in March, and we were talking a little bit, and he was saying how you know with flights and airfare, everything's so expensive and crazy that uh, him and his wife were going to fly into Orlando for a night and then drive to, you know, whatever beach town the wedding was in. So whenever this comes up, like people always kind of come to me because for the most part, they, I think they know I, I like Disney. They definitely, they all know that I got engaged at Disney. I don't think they know <laughs> to the level of a Disney nerd that I truly am. Like, they definitely don't know I have a Disney podcast and Instagram. There's just certain things I don't bring up. But uh, he was talking to me about it, and he's talking about how, you know, him and his wife were like, oh, you know, if we stay in Orlando, you know, maybe we can, like, go to Disney Springs or something for the day. And that was just cool to hear that, like, someone who, you know, it's just him and his wife, they have kids who are all kind of in their 20s, 
you know, it's just them two going. And, you know, he was talking about how he wanted to take his family to Disney for family vacation next summer, but they ended up choosing Las Vegas because it was cheaper. Like he couldn't afford to go to Disney and take everyone. And it's like, man, that sucks because you could tell he really wanted to have that, that Disney experience, take the whole family, especially when you have kids who are in their, you know, early twenties to mid twenties, like you don't know how many family vacations you have left. I think we can all kind of relate to that. Like it gets to a certain point where the family vacations just stop because, you know, you move out, you, you get married, you have your own family, you can't really coordinate. Like maybe once you have kids, then, you know, grandma and grandpa can come with, but it's, it, it's a weird feeling. And it was cool for me to kind of hear him say like how much he enjoyed Disney and that, you know, him and his wife wanted to, uh, at least try and go to Disney Springs. So it's kind of filling them in and like letting them know, like if you guys do decide to go to Disney Springs um, or really anywhere, like make sure you get a food reservation ahead of time because the food reservation system, it's like crazy right now. You gotta, you gotta claim your steak right away. So I thought that was just kind of cool. Little uh, Disney work talk always uh, helps the day go by faster, but that's all I got for this week's episode next week i'm already working on it one of these over the next couple weeks i'm probably going to have uh my buddy adam on again he was on over the summer i think in july to kind of talk about his disney experiences as a kid he recently went to orlando with his wife uh so i spoiler alert i think next week maybe next week's episode is going to be the one i'm going to talk about kind of orlando in general like what you guys do you know, on a non-Disney day, like there's non-park days, you know, where you don't go into the parks, maybe you hang out at the water park or Disney Springs, but I'm talking about non-Disney days. You know, this is something my family has always kind of had, so I thought it'd be a perfect kind of way to talk about that, and then at the end we can talk about, you know, one of my good friends who, if you didn't listen before, like he's a casual Disney fan, he's always liked Disney, he follows Disney, he likes Disney, like kind of through me. And he's always talked about how he wants to go back one day and, you know, take his wife. And, you know, this would be a kind of a good taste because they were able to go to Disney Springs. They also went to City Walk. So I kind of want to hear his opinion on which, you know, as a casual fan, which did you enjoy more? And what did you think of Orlando as a whole? So I think that'll be pretty cool to kind of get his perspective. So look forward to that one. As always, follow me on Instagram, Disney World Today. Uh, shoot me a DM. They're always open. If you enjoy the show, if you don't enjoy the show, if you have ideas for the show, topic suggestions, top fives, anything like that, or if you just want to stop by and say, hey, um, I reply to all of them. That's that's how dedicated I am. Uh, also, if you can leave a rating and a review, if you uh, write me a review, I'll give you a shout out on the very next episode. Bonus points to anyone who writes me one in the next week. All right. That's all I got, guys. Enjoy the rest of your week and weekend, whatever it is. I hope I could uh, help you get through work, traffic, your day, chores, cardio, whatever it is. Always remember, it all started with a mouse. <laughs>